This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's 5.40 and it's time for today on Twitter, where posting on LinkedIn goes terribly wrong. I love it when we talk about other other platforms on today on Twitter. There's just a <laughs> the little, yeah, yeah. There's a dash of whimsy and spice, I think, <laughs> that tends to accompany this. Now, this happened on Tuesday. So, Braden Wallach, who is the CEO of Hypersocial, which is a, by the way, a company that specialises in optimising LinkedIn posts. Um, so, Braden is facing criticism after he posted a tearful selfie of himself on LinkedIn. It's quite full on. It's a close up of his face tearing up and looking incredibly sad. A single tear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those single tear. Actually, sad selfies have become kind of a trend. Separate conversation. But yeah, that's what he did. And the post along with the selfie was, this will be the most vulnerable thing I'll ever share. Days like today, I wish I was a business owner that was only money driven and didn't care about who he hurt along the way. But I'm not. So I just want people to see that not every CEO out there is cold-hearted and doesn't care when he or she has to lay people off. I'm sure there are hundreds and thousands of others like me. So the post went viral. It actually got 20,000 likes. It led to a debate because there were people who did celebrate this vulnerability and willingness to own up to past mistakes. Others were less kind and called it cringeworthy and tacky and criticised him for centering the whole thing around his own experience of laying people off as opposed to the experience of the people who did in fact get laid off. Yes, so basically he was talking about the fact that his company had laid off two employees on Tuesday evening. Um, He said that both of them were quote-unquote over-the-top nice about it and had assured him that they were going to be okay. And And then he made that tearful selfie post in hopes of showing uh, the the emotional difficulties that leaders face when companies have to make decisions like this. Um, look, I think I think that um, for me, it was a photo that sent it over the top because if you paused to pose while you were in tears and took a photo and then posted it, it sort of feels like you're not necessarily being quite as authentic as you think you are. But I think the problem here, as many people have called out, is the centering of his own emotions at a time when other people are clearly probably suffering a lot more. They've lost their jobs. Yeah, so it's the centering of yourself and your own sadness in the story that that is that kind of makes it. It does speak, though, to a few things. So one is the sad, vulnerable selfie trend that has made its way across social media. LinkedIn is not the only one that has fallen prey to this. You mentioned earlier that it doesn't seem so authentic. The word I was thinking of was, it feels somewhat calculated mm-hmm. because regardless of what the intent was, a certain amount of calculation has to go into being able to step back and observe yourself crying and thinking, this could be a moment. I'm already writing the caption. This could be a viral post. Exactly. So there is that. Um, On the one hand, the sad selfie and its problems. The other part of it is, I guess, the question of who posts on LinkedIn and why. Because he's a CEO. And often you do see fellow uh, CEOs or upper level management posting on LinkedIn, often in a lessons driven or inspiration driven Mm -hmm. kind of approach. It's like a, this is what I learned or here's what you can learn from me. And so in that sense, I get why talking about vulnerability could have been valuable. On the flip side of that, though, it does open up the question of what the heck LinkedIn is for (laughs) and, and, and who it primarily benefits, because clearly a company... Many companies exist 
to specialize in optimizing <laughs> LinkedIn posts. So it is obviously a valuable platform. Um, but for who, right? Is it a valuable platform for employers or for employees? Yes, because increasingly when you go onto LinkedIn, the kinds of posts that tend to go viral, that tend to be quoted as being inspirational are almost exactly like this, right? Upper level executives sort of imparting these life lessons on management, uh, talking about how they are in some way different from the other bosses, super empathetic. And, you know, I hired that guy who came in for an interview, even though his shoes were torn because he, you know, struck me as someone with a future, like, you know, stuff like that. Um, and that, I think, is actually what people are calling out, um, this sort of uh, slightly hollow approach to that work wisdom uh, that this post also tries to do. So if we look at the tweets, um, T-Man says, LinkedIn is wild. Almost all the posts I see on there are some upper management types praising themselves about the horrible work culture they foster at their company. Uh, we also have Enrique simply saying LinkedIn is easily one of the most cringeworthy forms of social media to exist. Like I said, a phrase that has come up quite a bit. But uh, I like this one or or I find it interesting from at Not So Anxious who says, I know people say it's a good place to network and get a job, but for the life of me, I can't stand LinkedIn um, even in comparison to Facebook. It's so full of toxic positivity that I cringe every time I read the post there. Ah, that's actually, um, I think, what I was trying to get at, right? Mm. This whole, let's convert every negative thing that happens in the workplace to a positive, you know, like, let's learn from how to, let's work and learn together, that kind of approach. And I often wonder, how free are you if you're on LinkedIn and are followed by your boss of being honest about whether that approach works for you? We also have this from Paul, who says, I found a lot of great op job opportunities on LinkedIn before and networking with other professionals in my field is awesome. But the, con but the content is just so tone deaf to where most workers have been the last few years um, that I'm reluctant to engage and indulge it. Um, and similarly, Meadow says, I've always felt LinkedIn was very creepy and no one understands why when I say it. I can't stand the superficial fake niceness of business people and that is all that site is. I hate it. So I, I wanted to read that from Meadow. Not necessarily because I think it's 100% how I feel about LinkedIn. It's close, but not 100%. But because I think that there is something there about what uh, Braden Wallach, uh, who started our whole story today, was trying to get at and what this tweet is saying, because his point was that he was being vulnerable and that he was trying to show that vulnerability and be honest. Meadows' point is that in general, the tone of LinkedIn doesn't allow for that. And I think that it is actually these two positions in some ways that has resulted in the post going viral. We're talking about this because a um, crying selfie, as well as a post about how difficult it is for some employers to have to let go of employees has gone viral. It was by the CEO of Hypersocial, Braden Wallach. Uh, and so we've been asking you for your thoughts. Um, do you use LinkedIn a lot? Has it been helpful to you? You can call 77332900, WhatsApp or voice note 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio and keep it here, BFM 89.9. Be free-minded. BFM 89.9. It's 5.53. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. We've been talking about a couple of very different things this hour. Uh, so on today on Twitter, we were discussing LinkedIn. Um, this comes on the wake of a particular CEO's viral post, uh, going viral on LinkedIn specifically, where um, he talked about uh, his... 
I think, how sad he was. And with a crying selfie at having to let go of employees, this has gotten a lot of pushback. And also a particular conversation about the kinds of posts you see on LinkedIn. So we'd like to hear from you. Do you use LinkedIn a lot? Has it been helpful to you? You can call 77332900, WhatsApp or voice note us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, let's start with some messages on LinkedIn. Let's start with Nesh who says, This is a summary of LinkedIn posts. Yesterday, I was walking to an interview. There was a starving dog on the road. I stopped to feed him. I missed the interview. The next day, I got a call asking to come in to do the interview. I was surprised, but I went. Then the interview came in. He was the dog. (laughs) I have seen so many variations of this and yet they go viral and they get shared and tagged as this is why you should never look down on someone. So this is a tonal thing, right? Yeah. Um, and it's a tone that is particular and specific to LinkedIn, which I find interesting uh, because Yap also says that sort of post doesn't belong to LinkedIn. Maybe Twitter or Facebook would have been more appropriate. And that's interesting because, uh, so I think Twitter, he would have gotten slaughtered. I, I really believe that. It, considering how badly it went on LinkedIn, I think Twitter would have been 10 times worse. Facebook, I think it would have sold well. But I use the words, uh, the phrase rather, sold well specifically because I think that the post itself was meant to sell something. And it was meant to sell something about himself as a boss and therefore about the company and the kind of place it is to work because of the kind of boss he is. And therefore, it belongs on LinkedIn. I'm not contesting um, the fact that it, it didn't do well. But I mean, in terms of why there was a choice made in the first place to go this this direction. No, and, and that's what I mean by there is a particularity to the posts on LinkedIn in comparison to Facebook, right? And I think it has to do with who you're trying to speak to. Because in Facebook... Either you're trying to speak to everybody and anybody or you're trying to speak to or your messaging is to almost peers or friends or family um, versus LinkedIn, where you're really trying to speak to people that you're connected to professionally who may be your subordinates. And so it's about creating a certain impression of the kind of person you are at work. And I think that's why when you conflate certain kinds of idea, um, certain kinds of uh, personalities or, or, yeah, that's why these sorts of things sometimes don't really hit the mark. Um, Mohan says, LinkedIn is where one brags in disguise by writing something inspiring. I have stopped using it as there's been excessive spamming from LinkedIn pushing the premium account. Oh, um, spams from LinkedIn is is the worst. Like, I never even look at my inbox half the time because of how much spam there is. I want to move the conversation a little bit because uh, Lee Jun and Nini both said, basically, crocodile tears. Uh, Nini including actually a little emoji, which is just great. But uh, the reason why I, I was intrigued by that is because is there then a way that we would like our bosses to be vulnerable? Do we expect it? So firstly, I guess... Um, I think in an old school sense, management and bosses and upper management, C-suite level in particular, the whole point of it is to be seen as impervious, right? You're there and you're there to lead, you're there to instruct, you're not necessarily there to say, hey, I feel you, or hey, I'm so sorry that this is happening, and then the crying selfie thing. Um, So I guess my question is, do we like seeing this sort of vulnerability from bosses, or Is there just no pathway for this? Like, do we just not want this at all? I personally think that that vulnerability 
should have and maybe was demonstrated only in the personal communication he had with his employees. And that actually, I think, would have gone a long way to making them feel like they do matter and that this was a difficult decision, one. Secondly, I also think if he had made the post with a few tweaks without the photo, it would have really changed the tone. For me, it was the photo that made it feel extremely stagey and not sincere. Mm, So... I think, yeah, I think that there is that because there is something to be said about the greater good and the greater good here being that being vulnerable at work is not a bad thing. Now, centering yourself in a story about having to let people go, maybe not so great, but I I, I would like to think that having more conversations about being vulnerable at work, feeling feelings at work Mm -hmm. in and of itself is not a bad thing. Vincent just says Obama giving Obama a medal, which I think uh, really captures the the tone of this viral story quite well. Do keep sending your thoughts through. Um, do you use LinkedIn and uh, has it been helpful for you? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, WhatsApp or voice note 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio and keep it here, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my, BFM 89.9, The Business Station.